Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Matthew. We're in the 26th chapter. And in recent episodes, we've started this chapter and we saw where uh, there was a plan. There was a plot by the chief priests and the elders to kill Jesus. They'd been working on this for a while. They'd been thinking about it a long time. It had been mentioned uh, long before this time, okay? But now they're beginning to plot by stealth, as it says, to seize Jesus. But they didn't want to do it with the upcoming festival that was coming along because they knew the people followed Jesus and they were enamored with him. Then we saw that Jesus was uh, spending some time at Bethany, and he was at the home of Simon the leopard, and he was anointed by a woman that poured this alabaster vial full of nard all over his head as he was reclining at the table. And it was uh, like 10 months' worth of uh, salary worth of value. And how some of the, uh, the disciples said, oh, we could have done something really good with that right there. could have sold it for a high price to help the poor. We saw in the cross-references, they didn't care about that. It was Judas Iscariot that said that. And I think it was Luke that told us that he was actually pilfering from the money bag that he kept. So now we're up to the 14th verse of uh, Matthew 26, and it picks up Judas again. And I want to read all three Gospels that have an account of this, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And it's just a short thing today. But I want you to think about what was happening, <clears throat> what was developing, what was going on here. Verse 14, then one of the 12 named Judas Iscariot went to the chief priest. And notice there's, there's more than one chief priest. These are the main priests. There was one high priest, okay? But he goes to the powers that be. He goes to the chief priest. And it's Judas Iscariot, Iscariot was probably a reference to the region where his family is from. Uh, we use this as a term to define him from the other Judases that we see in the Scripture. So he goes to these chief priests and he says this, What are you willing to give me to betray him to you? And they weighed out 30 pieces of silver to him. From then on, he began looking for a good opportunity to betray Jesus. And so Judas comes to him and he literally says, What will you give me to, to deliver him over to you? Okay, To deliver him over to you. Now there's all sorts of debate about Judas. Uh, did he really mean to betray him to where he would be killed because he was mad at Jesus or whatever? Or there's a school of thought that says that he really wanted Judas to, be, I mean, Jesus to be what they wanted him to be, what they had seen in the scripture, that he would come as a victorious king and rid uh, uh, the Jewish people of Roman influence, okay, of pagan influence, and that Judas was trying to force Jesus's hand, okay? You know what? That may be true. But either way you go, when he comes before these chief priests, he says, I'll deliver him to you. I will betray him to you. And so he was sort of uh, feeling his oats right here. They offered to give him 30 pieces of silver, which when you go back to the Old Testament, you find out that that is the price of a slave. Isn't that interesting? The price of a slave. Well, let's listen to what Mark has to say. This is in Mark, the 14th chapter, beginning in verse 10. Then Judas Iscariot, 
who was one of the twelve, went off to the chief priest in order to betray him to them. So Mark uses the same phraseology, betrayal. Verse 11, they were glad when they heard of this and promised to give him money. And he began seeking how to betray him at an opportune time. So you see that they are glad, they're excited. They've got a man on the inside here, for lack of a better term, okay? And so remember how they were looking for a time to arrest him, a time to get him, the time to seize him, <laughs> but they didn't want to do it then because of the upcoming festival, but they wanted to get this man out of their life, okay? Look what Luke has to say. Luke, the 22nd chapter, beginning with verse 3. And Satan entered into Judas, who was called Iscariot, belonging to the number of the twelve. Well, that right there gives us a little insight, does it not? Yeah, it was Satan that entered into Judas. Satan was the one that was empowering Judas. That gives some uh, a feel to it that you don't get everywhere else, right? So he comes in to Judas, verse 4. And Judas went away and discussed with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him, Jesus, to them. They were glad and agreed to give him money, as we saw over Matthew, it was 30 pieces of silver. You notice they didn't give him payment in advance. <laughs> they only did it after the fact. So he consented and began seeking a good opportunity to betray him to them apart from the crowd. Now let me think about what I just said. Did they pay him in, in advance or not? I don't know. Maybe they did. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. Because when I said that, I thought, wait a minute, I'm not sure about that. You ever do that? You say something, you go, wait a minute, I'm not sure. thought I was sure until I said it. We'll keep our eyes open for that. So what does he do? Here, according to Luke, he says, he consented and began seeking a good opportunity to betray him apart from the crowd. Oh, it's the same thing that the, uh, uh, the chief priests had been concerned about. They wanted to do this, and they wanted to do it in a way apart from the crowd where the people wouldn't know. And they just wanted to make Jesus vanish. And they thought they had a way to do this with a man who was inside. Little did they know that this had been prophesied long ago. Little did they know that God knew the plan. See, Satan entered into Judas so now you're talking about a whole another different level of event that's going on right here. This isn't just a man determined to do this. This is now a man that is empowered by Satan himself determining to do this. And yet Satan didn't even know what was occurring. You see this in the New Testament because it shows us that uh, if Satan had known what the outcome of uh, Jesus being killed on the cross he would have never done it. So Satan didn't know what that was. All these things we see in the scripture in hindsight uh, are just little hints, little breadcrumbs that we see all the way through the Old Testament that give us understanding when we know what the truth is. And so it's really a glorious thing to see how the Word does that kind of thing. So the same thing is going on right here. They're looking for an opportunity to grab Jesus. They're looking for an opportunity apart from the crowd. Now, the Jewish leadership is working hand in glove with someone empowered by Satan, okay? 
to seize this opportunity. And they're going to grab it. And they're going to think that they have it. And they're going to be ecstatic because they arrest him. They kill him. They think it's the end of it. <laughs> but then after three days, they have another problem, do they not? Which we'll get to very, very soon. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. And I'll see you in the next episode.